Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's 930 in 716. Interesting week in NY26, culminating with a 2020 court date set for Chris Collins. All sorts of uh, things that can happen between now and then. He can't hide from the law. He can't hide from his district, that we're here, that we're watching, and we're going to vote him out of office. I think he feels the pressure. He feels he's going to lose. So he needs that Hail Mary pass. And as I said yesterday, if he throws that Hail Mary, we're going to intercept it and run it back. In America, you're innocent until proven guilty. I certainly uh, have expressed my innocence in this case. I'm Tim Wenger on 930 in 716. Congressman Chris Collins running for re-election in a very non-traditional way as he faces a multi-count indictment. He conducted a few interviews this week. He talked with Michael Caputo here on WBEN to WIVB's Dave Graber and briefly to WGRZ's Dave McKinley. All of this as his case was before a federal court judge in Manhattan. And that's where we'll start with reporter Mike Sugarman. For a half an hour, Judge Vernon Broderick and 11 dark-suited lawyers, both men and women, batted around dates. Finally agreed on February 3rd, 2020. That'll be the start of the insider trading trial of Chris Collins and his co-defendants. By then, he'll be a sitting member of Congress or private citizen, depending on the results of this November's election. Collins nor fellow co-defendants were here, granted the right to avoid this status conference, but Tom White was, a Democratic lawyer, volunteering for Collins' opponent, Nate McMurray. He was holding a McMurray sign. To let Chris Collins know that he can't hide, he can't hide from the law, he can't hide from his district, that we're here, that we're watching, and we're going to vote him out of office. Collins is accused of telling his co-defendants of insider information he was privileged to because he was a member of the board of the company. The stock plummeted, After they were able to sell, they deny the charge. In Manhattan, Mike Sugarman, WBEN.com News. So it will be interesting if Chris Collins wins re-election to his congressional seat next month. And then, more than a year in office, he would be dodging questions about the indictment. And the case would be heard in the big election year of 2020. Even more interesting. You know, realize that the custody cases go first. What's it all mean from a legal perspective? Our legal guru, Paul Cambria, weighing in. So people who are in jail awaiting trial, their cases would be bumped up ahead of people who are out on bail like Chris Collins. Uh, So a lot of it has to do with the court schedule. Here, the defense lawyers also said that there was a lot of discovery and so on in Australia, which is where the company is, and they needed extra time for that. So... You know, on the one hand, it is a little long, but again, we don't know all the facts about the judge's calendar. Now, another question that kind of rose up from prosecutors yesterday was, you know, we're talking about 2020 here. Could you see Chris Collins asking for another delay because 2020 is an election year? Well, of course, they could ask for anything. 
you know, the question is, is it very likely that the judge is going to buy into it and give them another date? You, you know, you can always ask. Uh, and I wouldn't doubt that they would ask for one reason or another. But, you know, the likelihood of it being granted, you know, may be very slim. A lot of people have said special treatment or preferential treatment. Do you think that that is a possibility here? <clears throat> well, I have to tell you, I was surprised that uh, they let them just walk into the courthouse. I mean, if you can recall Lou Simonelli and some others at Buffalo, they just went into his house and pulled him out in a T-shirt and flip-flops. And here, you know, Chris got to go to Manhattan and simply walk in. So, you know, there, there, there are some people who are going to question why the different treatment. What happens to Chris Collins between now and February of 2020? I mean, will we see his attorneys in a courtroom uh, many times between now and then? Does he just kind of chill out until then? Well, it depends. As far as the defendant himself, there isn't a lot that they're involved in except in the very uh, last stages of preparation, it's more on to the lawyers. And we don't know exactly what the lawyers have in mind motion practice-wise. They could be in court several times between now and the time of the trial, you know, asking for documents or challenging process and so on. So there could be many court appearances, but they don't necessarily require Collins' participation uh, unless there's testimony or hearing or something like that, then the court most likely would have him be present. All right, so you don't expect to see Collins, though, in court until, right now, February 3rd, 2020. Well, I think there'll be a couple of events where he'll be there, but, you know, is it going to dominate his time? No, I don't think so at all. That's not the typical situation with clients. The lawyers do the work. Uh, the clients have to participate, obviously, but not, you know, as much as the lawyers do. Yeah, this leaves plenty of time for plea deal talks to happen, doesn't it? Yeah, there's all, all sorts of uh, things that can happen between now and then. And, of course, his opponent is claiming that he's only running for Congress to have a bargaining chip and so on. So, you know, we'll see if that plays out. It's possible. In the past, people have you know, resign their positions as part of a plea bargain to get a better plea bargain. You know, we'll see what they have in mind. Okay. Do you think a plea bargain is likely in a case like this? Well, knowing Chris Collins, uh, I doubt it. Uh, I think that he's resolute that uh, he hasn't done anything wrong and that he's going to go to trial. But you never know because family's involved and sometimes, you know, the parent falls on the sword. Uh, in order to save the the family members. So that is a possibility. Yeah, well, let me start, Mike, with the obvious. Collins calling in to Michael Caputo on WBEN this week, and we'll hear a portion of his WIVB interview as well. In America, you're innocent until proven guilty. I certainly uh, have expressed my innocence in this case. There's no charges against me that relate to my job as a congressman, and I'm fully uh, confident I will be exonerated, but certainly... There is a cloud there, and, and some in America don't subscribe to the innocent until proven guilty. Uh, and that's, uh, you know, a burden I will be carrying through this election is I'm going to work to protect this seat uh, for Donald Trump, President Trump, to make sure uh, that he's got a Congress that is going to work with him, not against him. And that's the difference between my opponent, Nate McMurray, and myself. Uh, everyone knows I'm Trump's strongest supporter 
in Washington, and uh, uh, most people know that Nate McMurray, not only a Clinton supporter, Obama supporter, but absolutely hates Donald Trump, uh, calls him a clown and a con artist. Uh, we need to make sure that New York 27 stays Republican because the control of Congress could flip on a single seat. I believe, uh, Mike, whoever comes back in the majority, and I'm certainly praying it will be the Republicans so we continue to work with President Trump and not oppose him, uh, will probably come back with a two or three or four seat majority. And it could come down to a single seat, which is why I'm running hard uh, to make sure that New York 27 stays Republican. Uh, everyone knows the good work I've done the last six years, whether it's uh, you know, new bills on, uh, you know, cancer research or the firefighter registry, my A-plus rating by the NRA, where my opponent got an, a solid F. Um, so it's, it's, this is a critical election. Uh, there's a lot of energy on the Democrat side. They uh, have been uh, going against Trump since the day he was elected. It upset their apple cart. Heck, now we've got uh, Supreme Court locked in for three decades with a five to four uh, conservative constitutional majority, a promise that President Trump made, and thank heavens we had control of the Senate. Uh, if we did not, uh, you would not have Neil Gorsuch and Brett Kavanaugh now on the Supreme Court. So Congress matters. Who controls Congress matters. And we need to make sure New York 27 and myself continue in the Trump camp. We don't flip control of the House and have Maxine Waters as the chair of financial services and Nancy Pelosi's speaker, where we know that that House and Nate McMurray Nancy Pelosi House would impeach Trump. They'd investigate and impeach Kavanaugh. They'd take away our guns. Last night, Collins again sat down with Dave Graber at Channel 4. How much would you say your attorneys are making decisions or campaign decisions oh, none. for you? None. No, I am running this campaign with my team. Uh, there, there's no input whatsoever coming from attorneys on how I run a campaign. That's, you know, they're, they're legal attorneys. They're not campaign advisors. So, no, my, my team that I've been with you know, for the last 10 years is running my campaign. Although it was the, your attorney's decision to rejoin the campaign. It was their advice to, to not get embroiled in a nasty lawsuit uh, that it would appear we would not have won anyway. So let me ask you then, if you are saying one thing to us in a, an extensive interview um, that you were going to work with the GOP, that you're going to be done on December 31st, and then there was a complete about face based on your counsel and, and your advice from counsel and, and what have you, how are voters supposed to receive that information from you? How are voters supposed to trust what you're saying now that you're not going to be changing less than two weeks later as, as you did with us? Everyone knows I'm running now. I'm running hard. Uh, we, we are running commercials. I'm getting out and going anywhere and everywhere. We're invited to go. I have the energy for it. And uh, they know that. And most of them that have come up to me are overjoyed that I did re-enter the race. Will you debate Nate McMurray? Uh, we will, you know, as we move forward, as I've often said, we'll make some decision in October, but we are running the campaign to win so that I will still be in Congress protecting this seat to support uh, President Trump. Uh, you know, our strategy is our strategy, and we're not going to have uh, other people dictating to us uh, in any way, and so that'll be a decision for another day. It's still early October, and uh, in the meanwhile, we're running a very aggressive campaign. Well, Mr. Collins can only lie. Democratic challenger Nate McMurray stopped by the WBEN studios Thursday morning after the interviews on WBEN and WIVB. And he has a history of lying and cheating. And even that most recent ad he put out again is lying. You can look at it. He has edited it. He's using professionals to edit and change things and to manipulate text. 
Um, the man is dishonest, and that's why he's having the problems he's having in his life. And he's trying to make people to look away from him. He wants everyone to look at anything besides him. Because if we look at him, it's a record of lying, cheating, and failure. Uh, Nate, you came out with an internal poll yesterday that hasn't been disputed by anybody. Uh, it was an internal Democratic poll that shows a tied race in NY27. Do you think this is maybe why he came and, and did the interview on WBEN with Michael Caputo yesterday and possibly talked to Dave Graber at Channel 4? Yes, he's like a drowning man. He's, he's trying to do anything to survive. He understands where the polling is. He understands that people want to end this soap opera. I'm out of the race. I'm in the race. I need your help. We need to beat this guy. And his only tactic is to lie and cheat. That's the tactic of Team Collins, the entire team. That's what they know how to do is lie and cheat and steal. And we need to stand up to it. It needs to end. If we don't end this now, we have a two paths to go down. We go down on one path where we can have a clean slate. Give me two years to build trust. It's just a two-year term. Or we can have two more years of turmoil. Remember, his own party has removed him from every single committee. There's no support for this man. He's not going to be able to get anything done in Congress. And for those people who think he's going to go away and just, you know, you know, just we're going to hit a reset after the election, it's not true. This trial is going to go on for a long time, and he's using us, all of us, all these people who are supporting us, excuse me, exporting him, are using us as a bargaining chip in his criminal trial. It's a shame. Now, you said this trial is going to go on for a long time. Do you believe that Chris Collins, if he is to be reelected, will be serving in Congress for the long haul? It, he'll serve out his term if he were to be reelected? Well, I don't believe anything he says, but that's what he's saying. He keeps saying, of course I'm going to serve. I'm more qualified to serve. I have the contacts to serve. I have the support of leadership to serve. I don't know what he's going to do. I know one. Th Actually, I do know what he's going to do. He's going to do what he's always done. Do whatever is in his best interest. He doesn't care about the people of this region. He cares about himself. And he's proven that over and over again. You've been asking for months for a debate. He was asked about that. He didn't rule it out. Do you expect him to debate you in the next few weeks? I think he'll do it if he has to. And I think he's gotten getting to the point where he may have to. I think he feels the pressure. He feels he's going to lose. So he needs that Hail Mary pass. And as I said yesterday, if he throws that Hail Mary, we're going to intercept it and run it back. He does not want to stand on a stage with me. I will bring up his record. I will bring up his record of failure. Can you imagine being in office that long and having the only thing you can run on is some, is some lies and some cheats and some edited tape and some fake subtitles and all these other things these people are doing? These people are shameful, and they are embarrassing not just themselves but our entire region. And the reason why the polling numbers are so strong right now is not because of me alone or just because of Democrats. It's because people, good people, from across the political spectrum, Republicans, independents, and Democrats alike, are standing up and they're saying, there's no way we can vote for this man and his team. We have to start anew. And I hope people give me those two years to build trust. You know, Collins has been uh, quick to point out some past posts of yours that were critical of the president and says that you've kind of changed your tune on the president in recent months. Do you believe you've changed your tone as to where you stand, whether or not you are supportive or dismissive of President Trump? There is lots of things the president does I do not like or has done that I do not like. And there's a heck of a lot of things he's done that I do like. And speak about building trust, he's starting to build a little trust with me. You can't, you can't just knock somebody when their performance is good in some ways. And he's from the same world I'm from. He's from a world 
of getting business done. And I've been in that world for a long time myself. And I can tell you right now, whether I like him or not, it's about getting a deal done. And if we can look at each other and say, look, at, we agree on these points. Let's get this deal done. President Trump understands that. And if President Trump was so behind Mr. Collins, I think you'd see him here right now. And he's not here. The entire party is backed away from this man. They are embarrassed of this man. And President Trump, if you're listening, I will work with you where we can agree on things. And there's a lot of things we can agree on, such as renegotiating NAFTA. You did a great job with that. What about the Second Amendment? Let's go back to that. Would you roll back Second Amendment rights? No. I mean, you can look at my history online with the Second Amendment. I mean, I'm somebody who was, uh, I mean, I've done promotional materials for uh, pistol training places. I mean, I've, I've been involved um, in the outdoors and with people who are involved in, in Second Amendment rights my entire life. I would love to have a Second Amendment forum. I would be more than happy to speak to the 2A groups anytime they would like. I mean, I would love to discuss things with them, and I will represent them. I will listen. I have a young supporter on my team. He said, some of the things you talk about, Nate, you need to understand better. He owns a, a gun shop. And I went out there, and we had to spend the day together. I am not going to do anything that's knee-jerk. And by the way, my priority are not these scare issues. My priority is helping the working people of this region. I want to do things to help build jobs, build our infrastructure, and help people right here. Election Day, just a month away. And it'll be interesting. That's 930 in 716. We're back tomorrow with another edition from the studios of WBEN Buffalo. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.